Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Wednesday Night Live. G'day, Mike. G'day, mate. How are you? Good, mate. Yogi, how are you? Mr. Craig Forsyth, thank you very much for uh, you know, the introduction. You've, you've settled in? <laughs> in the yeah, office? Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome yes, back. Settled into the office. Yeah. Yeah, very, very cold and wet and glorious day in Western Australia. I've I've watched it on the news there this morning, and that uh, your part of the country getting a bit of a bit of a lashing from the weather, a bit of a hammering. Exactly what we want. That's hundred dollar bills falling out of the sky. Is it? If it is it? Is it? Yeah. If it's raining in September, as long as there's no yeah. wind, wind does wind is bad, right? But if it's raining in September in Western Australia, it's just hundred dollar yeah. bills falling out of the sky. Is it? Yeah. Good, good for that canola, eh? For all crops, mm. no yep. so September critical month. No frost and rain is what you want. Mm. So yeah. I've got a couple of hot days up north and a couple of warm ones early, late August, which is a bit of a bad sort of thing. But hopefully, yeah, a little bit of rain right through the wheat belt and uh, everybody sort of can ease up a little bit and smile nice. Right, right, Well, I did hear something on the radio today that would have made you happy, Yogi. Right. Yeah, because we, we know how sensitive you Western Australians are about the pronunciation of your villages. Oh yeah, right. I thought you might have been talking about daylight savings. I thought it was all. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. Anyway, keep going. Got bit, that's got to come around soon, hasn't it? Like, we got a bit. Yeah, I've got a set of faded curtains, mate. I know. I don't know about you, but I've got the faded curtains. <laughs> they uh, they referred to Bustleton as Bustletown. Yeah. Bustletown. Oh, Bustletown. <laughs> I thought, uh, I thought, dear, oh dear, sensational. <laughs> oh, no. And look, because I, I, I wear two hats here, as you, as the good listeners of on the road radio, I understand. I am from Victoria. I have trucks all over Australia, but I do reside in Western Australia, and I, I now know the names of places. And uh, yeah, yeah, early on, I yeah. probably was guilty for a lot of things that I did not say it correctly. And uh, it is very, very. Our pronunciation over here is very different. Yes. Yeah. The bustle town cracked me up, mate. I've, I've heard a lot, but I've never heard one of those. Never heard that one. <laughs> never heard bustle town. <laughs> never heard of bustle town. I'm thinking to myself, dear, dear, oh dear, he's going to be in trouble, that boy. So that's where all the bustles are, I imagine. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. yeah the it is. Bustle, the, the town of bustles. Well, after I was, um, after I was watching that. A bit of bit of weather news there this morning, Yogi. I also saw yeah. something where I learnt if you're in a zoo and you're a possum, yes. you don't go mm-hmm. near the orangutan's cage. Yeah, they'll take you outside though. there. Yeah, they throw you over. I mean, you know, it, it is it is what it is. Yeah. 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 What did they do? <laughs> I missed this. Oh, oh, he got thrown out. Got thrown out of the cage, eh? In Perth, one of them. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, from a very high altitude, the possum got chucked. <laughs> I don't didn't see the rest of the story. They they someone said that that it was all right. Did it did it get the did he win three score three points? Did he or what? Oh, he certainly oh, would have won a javelin competition. <laughs> yeah, it was a long. That was a downtown like. 32 uh, seconds to go, shoot it from half court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was carried out so. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, yeah, mm. not good, not mm. ideal. So, yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's on, it's on news.com, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, thought, I thought he would have been away with that. 
Yeah. No, no, no. I was, I've been busy, mate. I've been trucking today. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh. News.com. Yeah. No, I've been out. Well, you can't read. You can't get on the internet and buddy surf the internet while you're driving a truck, mate. It's just not on. Right. No, no, great. I remember that's not a you challenge. No, that's yeah. not a challenge. It's not a challenge at all. You, yeah. When you're driving, you're supposed to be paying attention to what yeah. you're doing. Just watching TV. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we, we don't want to be watching screens and uh, paying no. attention to electronics or any of that stuff, do we? No. Not in, a, not in a modern truck with <laughs> a couple of tablets sitting on the windscreen. <laughs> no, yeah, no. And then, no. We don't want to be monitoring any electronics in trucks. We really just want to be watching the road. Mm, Isn't that right, that's Jim? Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You can't, you can't drive your... You can't drive your Tesla down the road with a bloody, like a 36-inch TV screen sitting in the middle of the dashboard or whatever yeah. it is. They're yeah, just about that big too now, aren't they? Yeah, oh, man. The phones are bad. So we talked a bit on Saturday about this um, our diet challenge as well. I've had a few people getting uh, excited about it. and. Yeah, okay. Blondie is too, because this evening in his household or through the day, We've ended up right. with some tofu, some celery, and baby oh, spinach. Not sure what it's for because I'm pretty sure Milo doesn't need it. <laughs> no, that's right. I so, what, I, what are you doing? I, I know it's coming my way. So, again, I, I'll, uh-huh. I'll announce on Saturday night how we all start mm-hmm. to sign up to this. And so yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed Saturday night because I was out uh, socialising and not eating tofu. Uh, you were partying with the sludge. I was actually. It was a really good garden wedding. Lovely, uh-huh. lovely, lovely, lovely. We had an absolute ball. Yeah. What? Way to go! Fabulous. So yeah, yeah. yeah no, we we did catch the photos. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we did catch the photos. Yeah, that's good. Ran a bit on Facebook about it. And... Hope, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all doing yeah. well. Yeah. What was yeah. your take on the event, Yagi? Big night? Or just a big afternoon? <laughs> oh, great. You're a brave, brave man to ask that question. So, yeah, look, it was a large afternoon, mm. a rather large afternoon for some guests. <laughs> yeah. they, they might have knocked off a little bit earlier than other guests, mm. fair to say. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right, eh? Well, there you and go. A, and, a, and a big trucker never tells stories outside of no, the no. world. So, no, no, yeah. no, no. What, 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 what happened? No, no names. No, 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 yeah, yeah, no names, no rank, no <laughs> file. But if you're yeah. deciding to have a shooter before yeah. dinner, before the sun goes down, fair to say you might not make it till the end. Right. <laughs> yeah. so, okay. So okay. These are going down shop with a table that you don't know. Lovely people you don't know. Never met them, and the sun uh, is still up, and you haven't had dinner. Fair yeah. to say, you might not make it till the end of the reception. No, mm. that's fair too. Yeah. So this so, this we could make these part a part of a show of like Yogi's words of wisdom. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. hold my phone with the words of wisdom. Yeah, no, that was my mm. old phone. I'll, I'll see whatever you need to do. Oh, oh dear. 
48 exports under my belt, but stay consistent. Life is good. So, yeah, it was, no, it was, a, good, it was a good week. It was a good, really good, um, yeah, really good wedding. And, uh, yeah, Fudgy Boys, uh, he's going okay. And, um, yeah, and, and Wendy looked amazing. And uh, the truck was perfect. And the horses were all plaited up. And um, yeah. it, was great, it was a great afternoon. Yeah, so well, that's good. Really that's good. what the doctor ordered for me. I, I was, you know, we're being going pretty hard. So, so Saturday, what a day. Look, I left home at up past three in the morning, went and done a load out of duty gate back, made it back in. So that's a six-hour run. Made it back in, went to my daughter's netball. She lost by a couple of points, jumped in the car, flew up to the wedding, went to the wedding, had a few beers, went to bed and come home. And did it all again Fair Sunday. <laughs> yeah, well, did it all again Sunday. <laughs> busy, busy times, eh? It's a busy time of the year. It's a horrible time of the year. Stuff this time of year, so yeah. yeah. And and you have those few days, what they some people call off, but you seem to just keep going and going and going. And Monday morning, yeah. nearly like respite, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is Monday, Wednesday, and Wednesday, Saturday, and Friday night. And uh, but but this weekend, gentlemen, I should be home for the weekend. So yeah, right. Uh, well, just to uh, celebrate my forty seventh birthday. Right. Has it has the week started for that, or is it the week go after your birthday? Well, I'm going to take it uh, week after, I reckon, because this week's been working. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go from Sunday. I reckon Sunday to Sunday. I'm going to have a festival this year again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Yogi yeah. birthday <laughs> festival. <laughs> so I'll be telling everyone on the phone that rings me, and I'll tell the people today. Mm. Yeah, right. Eh? So, yeah. We love we love your birthday. We love a good festival. Yeah, I know. Fair so enough. We won't pick a day. We just pick a week. Yeah, well, it's, it's Sunday, but that's the actual day. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny, right? It's been all this for years, right? But Father's Day, and it was my dad's birthday. He rest in peace last Sunday. Salad. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And then my birthday this Sunday. So we're a week apart, 25 years apart, right? So we, we were, you know. And then, so Father's Day is always around that time. And so there's three really good times in September, and I'm busy right up till my birthday. <laughs> it's hard work. Like, we miss, yeah. I miss so many Father's Days just because we're working that field day. You're just working cart and freight. And I yeah. think so last Father's Day, I did it with. Uh, Amanda and her dad. So Amanda and her dad were on a job together with me. We were five metres wide on Father's Day. So if it's any consolation, Amanda spent the day with her dad. I made them both work and do, you know, a 12 hour day. But, oh, no, fair enough. Too. <laughs> but she did spend the day with her dad. <laughs> uh, should be more of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, cool when Amanda works with the dad doing dual escort work, it's, um, yeah. yeah, it's really nice, you know. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, that's cool. good. Yeah, yeah. Good to see. We've got a bit on this evening, haven't we? Have we? Yeah, we have. Tell us all about we, it. We do. Well, we've got uh, we've got Glenn Sterl going to be joining us in about fifteen minutes to talk about the uh, closing the loopholes bill and what's happened with that and his point of view. And um, I don't know a bit of other a bit of other stuff going on. I want to have a bit of a talk about the classic on Saturday. <laughs> and uh, and and that <clears throat> frog in my throat now. <laughs> You're a frog in your throat. Yeah, frog in the throat. <laughs> no, you don't want that. Yeah, uh, no, I don't want that. No frog. And, 
Sorry? It's going around. It's going around. It's, it's a frog. It's, 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 the frog. There's a lot of loogies and frogs going around. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, and the other part, the other thing that I've found very interesting, we've been talking to one of the major fuel station chains about potentially putting truck and live on shelf in those. So that's a, a subject that's coming up. We'd like a bit of feedback on that, whether people reckon that's a good idea or not. That'd be good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, way to go. Yeah, we're um, talking about this selling. I've had people stopping me in different roadhouses and uh, places of interest and yeah, and they're very excited that they've got truck and loss, they've bought truck and loss, they've got it, they've mm-hmm. read it, they're going to read it a bit more. And uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of people saying thank you very much. So yeah, they're happy yeah. with the, the way it's come back. Mm. Yeah, and of course we've got a little shrine of truck and life at the cloning zone over in Perth. Yeah, come on, what down there tomorrow? Truck needs a wash. Go, go in, say good day. Uh, I will, I will, I will. Go and say good day to Sam. I will. Mm-hmm. We should. Is it? So. Should be, you should be, everyone should go and say good day to Sam, get their truck washed. At the cleaning and, uh, zone. The cleaning zone at the BP in Perth, Qdale. Mm. Out the back. Out the back. Out the Take back. Take a photo. Take a photo and send it to us when you've had your truck washed. Mm. <laughs> yeah, on the rolling on out. Tag us on the way out. So, yeah. Tag on the way out. They had a pretty that. cool little two-up driver there. A bloke got his truck washed with his maybe two-year-old or yesterday, I think it was, on there. And Yeah, the little two-year-old, she's perched up in a baby seat, hanging out the 604 window. Fantastic. Great to see. Yeah. Truck yeah. washed and then the little kid hanging out waving, giving the thumbs up. So, yeah. Should be more yeah. of it. Yeah. And cleaning zone spelled with a K. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and K-L-E-E-N-I-N-G, K-L-E-E-N-I-N-G, cleaning zone. The cleaning zone. So you get over to Sam, tell them we sent you. You won't get a discount or anything, but just tell them you you sent you. Oh, no, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go now, Sam's good. Uh, what else? What else is going on, Craig? What, oh, really? we've, um, no, we've opened up our online store. Been yep. a lot of interaction on it. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've, I think we've actually sold out of hats now. Um, yep. Our Next Journey bags, thanks to Simon, have been very yeah. popular. Um, yeah. Only got a couple of them left. We've got a few more on order. And... Um, Hats on order, shirts, more shirts mm-hmm. on order, some bigger yeah. sizes for the for the bigger fellas and ladies. Are we? Yeah. We're going to get some five XLs, are we? Oh, fours, fives, and sixes. All right, okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Are we going with the same design that we've already had, or are we going to change? Yeah, we're, design? we're going with that one at the moment. We might we might have a change up in the new year, eh? or maybe something for Christmas. Yeah. We'll see. Um well, uh, the other thing was, was someone was talking about there. I've had a couple of people say to me now, is it going to be any colour you like as long as it's black? Yeah. Um, so girls have been talking about blue ones. and that, that's, I don't know, Yogi, what do you reckon? Oh, so we've tried. I, I, I was adventurous there once upon a time, and I uh, I thought I'd pointed out to my wife that I could sell a white T-shirt. Oh, good luck with that. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. So I was wrong, and uh, for the record, I'm sorry, Amanda. So sorry, yeah. what was that? Did you say? What did you say? <laughs> no, no, no. We're all done. You say it was. 
Pay attention to your lot. Get it on record. Oh, it's been recorded. He's recorded that. Uh, no, no, I've, got no, it, no. I've got it recorded. I'm going to be. I'm going to have Yogi yeah, saying he was I, wrong. Yeah, that's fine. I was wrong, and sorry, Amanda, and play it on loop, and mm. she can play it in on her phone. But um, yeah, so we black t-shirts seem to be the trend, and there's a trend for a reason. But the, we did sell a few white t-shirts. They weren't as good. Uh, but there is an option for blue or I'd love a red T-shirt, to be honest. I reckon a red truck and light T-shirt would go down the right, but Ooh. I don't know. We, we might end up in the high-vis world if we sort of end up in red. Oh. High-vis trucking life? Jeez. Yeah, yeah I, know. I, don't know I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I've got to vote no. <laughs> but if it's a red T-shirt, you'd get away with it. Maybe mm. if that was the case. So I don't know, but yeah, black black shirts are the go. Yeah, everybody yeah. wants a black t-shirt, and uh, they sell well. So yeah, look, we might try a, maybe a blue or yeah. Yeah, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. We'll, we'll maybe um, a dark blue. Back. Maybe a dark blue one. Mm, maybe. Yeah, maybe a dark blue one. So yeah. I think um, I think Colette's put uh, might be an order going there today for some stubby coolers. All right. right. And Not. we're just looking at everyone's been asking about stickers, so yeah, yeah. We've got, no, we've, got, we've got a, a few options there that we're just nutting through. We haven't haven't made the um, executive decision on that one yet. So um, we we're getting a, getting some some prices and some designs and that sorted out. And we do want we're, something if you're going to stick it on your bottom or the back of your car or your truck. Mm. You mm. don't want it to come off. We want something that's going to be there for a long time. So, yeah, finding yeah. finding the the compromise between the right quality and and whatever. Um, yeah. Well, the other well, part about it is we don't want it to rip the paint off if you put it on your bumper bar or something like that. We don't want that oh, either. Well, if you put it on there, why would you take it off? Well, well you might sell the car. Yeah, but then someone's got a truck and life sticker, eh? Well, it had added value. It would be. So you could advertise it as actually, you know, um, for sale, truck and life sticker with a free... Included. Commodore. That's right. Mm. Yeah. So... Yeah. You can't throw it on a truck and life sticker. Good to go. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah. You could put it on your your daffodil or something like that and say, there you go. Oh, you could. (laughs) They are part of the truck and life. Big and small. We love them all. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. Right, well, we might go to a, a bit of a song here, a popular one with right. um, with a few, um, and a particular particular truck that's around. Not that it's right, called eh? this, but anyway, Black Betty. We'll be oh, right oh, back. Dear Lord. Right, uh-huh. We'll be right back. 
We're back, everybody. Michael? We, we certainly are back. And we have Senator Glenn Stirl, ALP from WA, joining us on the show this evening. We're going to have a bit of a chat about the uh, about the closing the loopholes bill that's been deferred in the Senate. Glenn, how are you, mate? Mike, on top of the world, mate. Can't complain. Uh, no, going right. great, mate. And, and uh, good day to all your listeners. Thanks very much. How's things down in Canberra, mate? Mad, crazy. The joint's going, mate. I, I, I tell you, this is just one crazy joint, mate. But they're all they're all growing another leg, and they're all coming up with all sorts of weird and wonderful ideas <laughs> why they don't want to support things. But anyway, it's what we expect, mate. Few disappointments, few crosses, yeah. you know, few senators that may have supported the truckies don't now. So there's some yeah. interesting times. Hmm. It's a, it's a, it's come as a bit of a surprise to. Uh, a few of us that um, we've ended up in the situation that we're in. I mean, this such bill of the transport section of it really is, I suppose, I don't think it's unfair to say it's, it's, it's your life's work for the last 12 years or so. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, to discover that, that uh, it's sort of been sidelined a little bit, I'd imagine that you're a little bit upset about it. I know that I was a little bit uh, surprised by it all. There's been a little bit of criticism of the way it's been put forward. I've had several phone calls during the week about that. I'd like to ask you about that in a minute. But what does it sure. mean for the bill now? Where do, where do we go from here? All right, mate. So, excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry, mate. To to put a right. uh, not to put a finer point on it. I was fuming, mate. I was absolutely fuming. But but in all fairness, um, we were hope. Well, the minister was hoping to have an inquiry uh, report back by November, uh, end of November, so it could put the bill to the Senate in December and get on with it. Uh, the crossbenchers, every single one of them have said, look, there's, it's too much. They can't, you know, there's too much to read into it. Um, I'm hearing music in the background. Sorry, guys. Uh, and uh, they want the, uh, they want an extra couple of months to, you know, for the committee to go through the bill. When all is said and done, that's not all that bad. But but what's come of that worse is that uh, Senator, I spoke to Senator Pauline Hanson today from One Nation, and mm -hmm. she said there is no way known she's going to back the bill. And I've said to her, my life's work has been in this road transport section, and her words yep. to me was something around the line. She said, well, that's not going to get me across the line. Which is, which is disappointing, but the other senators say they want some more time. They haven't said no yet and it would be a travesty uh, if they did but look it's not the end of the world yet mate how many of the cross bench do we need to get it line? that's the thing two, two cross two. Yes. Two. out of how many, five uh, there's uh, two Lambies uh, Lydia Thorpe Babbitt and uh, six the two one nation right, so What's so, right, so what well, so Pauline's saying to her that to, to you that her and uh and Mr. Roberts won't be won't be back in the bill. That's what she's saying, no. is it? Yeah, yeah, made a I find that very, very dis I find that very, very disappointing. Yeah. I, I mean when, when I I spoke to uh, Michael Michael Kane about uh, about the bill over the weekend and we played his interview uh, unedited on the podcast on Monday, mm. and uh, he said that uh, said to me that 
there was a strategic, if not tactical, decision to put the transport section or the transport part of this bill in and make with this omnibus bill that they're calling that they're calling it. Yep. And uh, he thought that that was a good idea because there were the ideologues that were would oppose the bill who would be more interested in training their guns and other things. Well, I thought to myself, okay, that that's not that seems okay, I suppose. But since then, I've had probably half a dozen phone calls and uh, some text messages saying, well, we all expected that this bill would be a standalone bill just for transport and that um, <clears throat> if, they, if the ideologues do train their guns on these other things and we manage to get more people like Pauline saying that they're not going to support the bill, then it's going to go down and we are going to be screwed again. Well, I'll help you out here, Mike. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was never going to be on its own, and it yeah. never, ever was mentioned on its own, mate. It was always going to be an omnibus bill from day one. Right. But, but right. the best part about it is the road transport sector would have its own section, our own right. section completely. Now, the other part of that is the gig economy stuff and the gig's tied up in the other. Uh, mm. And the best part, look, I was at the QTA Awards on uh, Saturday night, uh, mm. And it was made very clear by Gary Mann, the CEO, at the dinner and the awards. Industry 100% is behind us. I mean, for God's sake, mm. even the ATA is on our side. Mm. You know, industry is not split. We we want this. We want this uh, legislation. Uh, we want to roll our sleeves up. We want our own part sort of in works. Uh, sorry, in um, fair work. Uh, the best part, of it, one of the best parts is, too, that nothing can be done without talking to industry. I mean, this is mm. just groundbreaking stuff. So, so look, we're, no, we're not, not no, dead. The, the, the... Yes, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm saying we're not dead in the water yet. We've got another five uh, independents that we've got to work hard on to get them to listen to us. And sit, look, there's a, look, I'll take some answers of some questions, mate, but there's a lot of mistruths being spread out, particularly around small business. You know, like, yeah. you know, they're, they're saying uh, we've got Cosbo, the small business uh, mob, saying this is disastrous for small business. And I, I I won't use my trucking vernacular. I mean, for shit's sake, we're small business too. Hello. Uh, you know, yeah. but we don't matter. The trucking industry and owner drivers and small businesses in the trucking industry don't matter. Uh, but the mm. stupid thing about this on the, on the same job, same pay, it doesn't affect small business for 15 and under employees, for crying out loud. It doesn't yeah. affect small business if they don't have an enterprise agreement. I mean, for God's yeah. sake, like, I'll, I'll let you ask. Well, I won't get wound up. Well, well, <laughs> I, I mean, I can get I can get pretty wound up too at times, mate. I, I, I've got a bit of mm. I've, I've got a bit of history. Um, the, there there are uh, questions about how this thing's going to go forward. I mean, obviously. There's a hell of a lot of emotion involved in this. We've we've, uh, we've yep. got a lot of people in the same room talking to, together now, and that's a testament to some of the individuals who have drawn those groups together. The yep. the, the problem the problem that we do have though is that uh, this misinformation that that you're talking about <laughs> it seems to get a little bit of traction, doesn't it? And I Unfortunately, and I. It does, yeah. mm. And I, I just, I just worry that we look at some of these aspects, other aspects of the bill that really aren't that much to do with what what we're trying to. 
the transport industry and everyone, every single person in the industry could be behind the bill. But if yep. uh, if we end up with too many uh, too many amendments or too much going on, we run the risk of not getting anything at all, don't we? Oh, look, there's always that chance. Uh, you know, like you never know what's hanging until mm-hmm. it drops. There is a long way to go. But it's so important, you know, like it is an omnibus bill. It always was yeah. an omnibus bill. Uh, and I have to say this, Mike, you know, like I can't deviate from this. The same job, same pay, which is not part of ours. That's part of the omnibus. I mean, yeah. that affects the transport industry. Oh, cross! You know, a, a, a huge effect on the transport industry, which we've seen, mate. Yeah. I saw it when I was an organizer with the CWU, mate. How we'd do, we'd do enterprise bargaining, and we'd get yep. rates of pay and conditions, and and you guys know this stuff. You'd sign off on. You'd all have a meeting. No one had, no one got a gun put to their head to sign off on it. We do it, yeah. and then you see with the loopholes. And mate, you uh, you know, there's a quite a few transport companies out there who have labour hire. Mm. So you've got mm. two classes of pay in the in the yard. Mm. You've got the enterprise yep. agreement rate of pay. You've got the lower rate of pay. Everyone who comes through the door goes on the uh, on the uh, labour hire rate, and we never get anyone made permanent. And how the hell can you have two drivers no. doing the same job, uh, same truck, same uniforms, and getting paid significantly different? So that's all part yeah, of the well, Yeah, well, Qantas seemed to do a pretty good job of that for a while, didn't they? Well, anyway, the I won't start you. I won't start. start. <laughs> the house of cards oh, is mate. down, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, Michael and I had a little bit of a chat about it on uh, on the podcast on Monday on the on the interview, and yeah. uh, mm. uh, it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Of course, the High Court of of uh, smacked. Qantas saying today, and they basically said, "Oh, we're sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, not good enough. Yeah. Not good enough, Qantas. Not good enough." Anyway, we're not right. here to talk about Qantas. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, there's, no. there's 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 a lot of things going on as far as uh, this reform bill. Michael was saying to me the other day, and I'm sort of referencing what he said because, you know, you, you really that's really the only any uh, source of information that I've got at the moment, apart from what I've read, um, yep. he's saying that this uh, this, del- this deferment while the uh, the crossbench get to go through the bill and you know, with a fine tooth comb and see what it is that they do like and don't like, it doesn't really affect the time frame of when the bill would be enacted or not. Is that right? Is that is that That's a fair? Mike, no, Mike, you're spot on, and it's actually going to a committee. So yeah. Senator Tony Sheldon chairs the Education and Employment Committee, so it'll go to him. It just gives, yep. uh, uh, instead of having it uh, a quick, short, sharp uh, inquiry and get it uh, up in the end of November, it's now out to the first week of February. With that comes mm-hmm. a lot of challenges, mate, and I can just say this to you, and I'm happy to put this to all your listeners. It'll give those poor miners who are struggling for a dollar and an opportunity to put more millions and millions of dollars into a fear campaign, but um, but anyway, that's how it works, mate. Can I, can I ask uh, <laughs> Tingy Glenn um, if if Senator Hanson has objections to the bill, has it been made clear on what what the objections are? No, I don't know what the objections are. The objections are from Senator Hanson. I wouldn't have a clue. Uh, but I can say this, Craig, the government will not be splitting the bill. 
it, it is an omnibus, and we want that. We want the wage theft stuff, mate. We want the um, uh, the same job, same pay, uh, and and mate, all the supporters in the road transport industry want the wage theft to stop. We want the same job, same pay. Uh, so the bill's going up as it is, mm. and we'll just have to push the argument with the independents. Are you on the side of those who who criminalise, who who specialise in wage theft? Are you on the side of those who, you know, set up these sham contracting, these unfair contracts, and at the expense of the road transport industry? That's the question that has to be put to them. So um, it's and now for the uh, crossbench to answer that the the opposition, the LNP, will never agree to the road transport industry being. Uh, safe, sustainable, viable, and profitable, never in a pink fit. Mm. So we've just got to work on the um, cross benches to say we want to be on the side of the side of the angels or the side of the baddies. Yeah. So, so if we're if we're out here listening, you know, as the general public, and you are keen to make a change or help get the legislation through, what what's your advice on what people in the general public can do? They've got to contact the the uh, independents. Yep. They actually have to say to the independents. And I tried this with the I tried this with the I not tried it. We did it with the independents. I asked all the independents to listen to owner drivers, and you know the NRFA were up here, and Frank Black was up here, and I said, yep. go and talk to the owner drivers. Not with me in the room, not with the union in the room, not with the employers in the room, so they could actually hear that it is. You know, uh, we're, we're small business. We're real people. We're families. We're pleading for change. We're pleading for enforceable minimum standards so we can all, you know, share in the commonwealth. Mm. Uh, and so I just say, Craig, to the listeners out there, that the, the independents have to be contacted. And I think, I, I just say this safely, you know, we've got to work on uh, Senator Lydia Thorpe and uh, Senator David Pocock here in the ACT and, of course, uh, Senator Jackie Lambie and Senator Tammy Tyrrell from Tasmania. And I would encourage all truck drivers or all or small businesses or transport workers, put a call into the office, to their mm. office, say, support the bill. Mm. So the, the yeah, bill the does bill. help establish a commission slash committee uh, within the Fair Work Commission for, yep. uh, to, to listen to specific areas of the transport industry. Am I correct in reading that? Yes, Craig, you're spot. There will be a dedicated division of fair work that will be will have three commissioners, I think it is. Don't hold me to it, but I think it's three commissioners. Um, uh, the, and um, they will answer to the president of the, set, of the uh, of fair work. And then under that will be the advisory body. And the advisory body will be RTO, the Australian Road Transport Industrial Organisation, and the Transport Workers Union because they're registered organisations. They yep. will sit under that. Then there are 47 sectors of the transport industry, so there will be subcommittees when there are issues that affect those areas of, the, uh, of, of, those, in, of those sectors of the transport mm. industry. So, so for the first I, time, we're at the table, mate. Yeah. So where where do where would the owner drivers fit into to those those registered organisations? Tremendous. So the owner drivers will have the ability to make a uh, rep representation or a claim 
to that body, RTOTWU uh, Transport Advisory Body, to say that I've been underpaid or I've been whatever's happened, and it will be a very, very, very low cost, and I say very low cost, um, dispute resolution, and they will pass that up to the commissioners, and the commissioners will rule. No lawyers are allowed. Right. Uh, wasn't That's there some sort of a ruling, though, that wasn't there some sort of a ruling, though, that said that the PWU couldn't represent owner drivers? They're not representing owner drivers, mate. They're not representing owner drivers. They are the the transport advisory body alongside the RT. No, there's no ruling saying TW can't represent owner drivers. Christ, I had 2,200 when I was an organiser in WA for the owner drivers. Um, so they so they they're not representing them. They just pass that on to the advisory body, which is RTO and TWU, and then it goes into the fair work. So the advisory body goes here to the Fair Work Commissioners. This has come through on our table. No charges. They're not, they're not charging them. They're not, you're not having to join the RTO or TWU to do it. It just gets pushed into the Fair Work Commissioners who will <laughs> rule on it. Now, and as I said, no lawyers allowed. For Christ's sake, that's got to be... That alone should be we should be doing cartwheels over. Well, that's the costly part of any, any type of... Um... Yeah trying to set something straight is if you can't go and fight that without a lawyer and and that's the only one you go to court in certain circumstances and and try to represent yourself and you won't even be listened to no exactly um that's right. you get representation and then that makes it you know financially prohibitive to yep. to take something forward so and then you'd be tied so up for months and months and months right mm. Who would these commissioners be? What what sort of qualifications would we expect them to have? Because I mean, we've had the conversation, well, I've had the conversation with several people that, you know, there are certain officers that could walk into a transport company and correct documents and form an opinion about whether they were doing the right thing or not. And if you send a bunch of lawyers or desk jockeys in there, they would just look at things and go, this looks all right. So, I mean, yeah. how... <laughs> who, 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 are these, who are these commissioners going to be? What sort of expertise are they going to have to have? I mean, this is a, this is the problem that we had last time. The president of uh, the the, the um, road safety uh, road uh, the uh, tribunal last time. RFRT. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. It's just probably a premature question, but dear, oh dear, you know, I mean. We, we could be opening ourselves up to a rabbit warren of just never-ending bullshit. Oh, don't know? worry, mate. I'm trying not to giggle, mate. I don't even want to mention that woman's name. But, uh, yeah, I, no, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, don't do it. I'm traumatised. Don't do it. I'm traumatised. <laughs> I'll tell you why I'm giggling, because if it was up to me, I'd nominate a couple of people with the surname Sterling Williams. That'd be a good start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. No, uh, no <laughs> disregard that. Disregard that. Yeah, I'd love nothing better yeah. than one of uh, no, but I, I, I did speak to the minister a couple of weeks ago, and these commissioners have to have a transport background. So I don't oh. know who they will be. I've got no idea, mate. But they have to have yep. a transport background, so they know what they're talking about. Yeah, well, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Some, some people that some people that actually know what they're talking about. I've just had a text Spot message that said the, Nor the Northrop decision. Are you familiar with that one? No, mate, never heard of it. Okay. What's the so North question on notice? Oh, something to do with something to do with, something to do with the union and owner drivers. I've been told, but anyway. Yeah. No um, idea. Mate. There you go. We'll do. We'll, we'll have to do some homework. 
But I mean, the, the, I just get worried about this whole thing. For me, it's just there are too many. There are too many dogs with too many bones and too many bloody false trails and things like that, mate. I, it's, it's certainly just not gone the way I, I'd hoped it would go. And I mean, you know, I've been on the same page as this for a long time now. Yeah, no, uh, no reason to deviate, mate. Mm. Yeah, and and uh, it just it just it's just got to the point now where I, I I'm I'm starting to get a little bit disheartened with the whole thing. No, you're not allowed and, to. Uh, you're not allowed to. You've got to keep your mate. We're going to keep. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just the bells going. That's all right. You're not allowed to, Mike, because we're not going to get done over just because we've got a couple <laughs> of uh, uh, mate. I've been at this game for 46 years in the industry. I've been at. I've been a TW delegate. When I was 20 years of age, I'm 63. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to drop me bundle over one little hiccup in the Senate. We've come so yeah. far. We've never had the industry. Never had the industry stand so united. And I'll tell you what. Yeah. A couple, just a, a two months delay by a couple of uh, independents is not going to weaken my resolve. And I need all yeah. my mates and everyone in the industry to stand as strong. Can't we can't collapse on that, mate? We've got to keep fighting. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. I think you know, that's, that's very quiet, Every transport operator out there, Christ Almighty, yeah. don't drop your bundle. Harden up. Let's harden <laughs> up and fight even bloody more fierce for this. And at 63, pause, mate, pause. Go on, pause. I'm saying at 63, I'm looking for the finish line, mate, but I'm not going in the losing vein. We're yeah. going to keep fighting. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I just yeah okay well well let's keep let's keep fighting about it and uh, yeah I suppose uh, I suppose um, that's about all we can do really isn't it we're gonna I think I think one of the strongest points to take from it is that this this unity in this fight is very important Um, Mm -hmm. I've asked many people uh, in the last two three years about coming together putting their differences aside we can all all have the the argument for what we think is is wrong on the side but when we present mm-hmm. ourselves in public and to parliament or to these independents that we need to coerce now that yep. this this front of unity is so important um yeah. so i don't know how we always make that happen because there are some very strong opinions on this um mm-hmm. but the unity in in public is in my opinion, one of the most important things of all. Absolutely, yeah. Well, yeah. So, I just, I, 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 I agree that there's got to be unity, right? And I agree that we should put aside the the things that we can't agree on and get together. Christ knows, I've done that with Glenn, right? And he's done that with me. Yep. You know, but it, 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 it's it's a little bit, a little bit hard to take sometimes when you look at what's going on and you look at some of these people that are participating in these convoys and it's a virtual who's who of people who have created the problems we're now trying to fix. That's good. And... My, my, that's a, good, <laughs> my, that's that's a positive a good thing. thing. That's a damn good thing. Hey, you got you no, hey, no, there is nothing wrong with people saying, you know what, we've been pricks and we thought we knew better, mm. but guess what, we didn't, we haven't been able to fix it. So if someone comes up with another idea, well, let's give it mm. a damn good shake. Oh no, this there's is a positive. A, there's a lot of road to Damascus moments been happening lately, and and it just sort of 
I, I, I get a little bit cynical because we've seen it. We've seen it all before. There's been a lot of people going to fix a lot of things, and I mean, some of this stuff that you're talking about in this bill, mate. They were talking about it in 1979. So, and you, and you know, know what, Mike? I was around what? in 1979. I was a bright-eyed, yeah. bushy-tailed. 19-year-old drive, uh, company driver for Answered on a what was yeah. I driving? I think a UD or some bloody rigid shit thing. I don't know. And yeah. you know what? I said this. I don't want to hear the arguments anymore. Shut your eyes. Take out fatigue yeah. management. Take out uh, PBS vehicles, and the same bloody arguments the same. Well, let's fix it. No, look, I, yeah, I, I, well, I I'm not on. I'm not on drugs. I haven't been on the grass. I'm more sure? determined than ever. You well, sure? I should be. Let me tell you. I am more determined than ever, mate. The finish, look, we're nearly there. We just cannot drop our guard. We've got to fix the bloody thing. I mean, to walk away now would be, I wouldn't be able to face, I wouldn't be able to face me. No, no, I'm not, I'm not suggesting anyone walks away. Good God, mate, I'm not walking away. I'm happy to have the fight. But, you know, for, for me, for me, it just sort of, I was I was invited to address the, uh, the uh, local Rotary Club last Monday night. And uh, yeah. they wanted me to they wanted me to talk about Razorback, and they wanted to talk wanted me to talk about the Lafayette Outer Hall of Fame. We we just did out there, and I went there, and I I did me did me uh, presentation, and a, a fella walked up, uh, or he sort of came up beside me on a stick when we were finished, and he clapped me on the shoulders. That wasn't a bad talk, boy. He said to me, he said you got it just about, he said you got it just about all right, except. We're still fighting about the same bloody things, mate. <laughs> but you keep going, he said, and he just could have kept going. But I, yeah. I sort of brought it all home, really. Brought it yeah, all home, know, really. What you know? No, look, Mike, you're spot on. But you know the best part? We have been talking about all this shit for for, for the last five de- or four decades I know of. Okay, and we've yeah. never been able to fix it. And and can I just be brave enough to say? We have a lot of good conversations on Channel 40 that goes nowhere, but we've never, ever had the industry come together as one with all the baddies that created this shit. And, Mike, can I tell you, mate, I won't go into it too much, but for your listeners, Mm. I've been threatened to be sued by the best of them over the years. And some of them, trust me, oh, absolutely, when I was a CW organiser, don't you worry about that, mate. And let me just yeah. say this very clearly. There are a couple of companies in this nation, and hear me out, who pay extraordinarily fantastic wages to their drivers. But by Christ, mm-hmm. they screw the shit out of the second, third, fourth tier of subbies who are now yeah. on our side going, we've got to stop this. And that yeah. cannot be a bad thing, mate, mm. because they just no, can't not, squeeze any longer. It is, it is. I'm not saying it's bad. You're right. You know, as I say to you. I, I I I agree that we that we do need to do something. I don't. I, I'm not sure. I think that we anything's better than better than nothing. But to me, mate, the one issue that it seems to be falling by the wayside, and you know how passionate I am about getting rid of these drivers getting paid kilometre rates. I'm on the joint seems, ticket with you. It seems to be a hell of a long way off. That's all I can say. A hell of a long way off. Oh yeah, but you know what, mate? Um, everything's a long way off. If, if if we if we pack up camp, and I know we're not, I know we're not. Mm. There is a long way to go. But this industry's been sliding downhill for many years. As I've said, we're not going to yep. fix it overnight. But let's let's get the legislation in that's going to give us the opportunity to not to one 
to have a voice at the table where we're the ones that raise it, the industry. And number two, with our own dedicated section of fair work, where we're going to start talking about all the bogeys. And I, I you know, like, I'm with you. I hate kilometre right. rates. You know that. I've made that right. very clear. I also hate right, the unfair contracts. Yep. Sorry. Are you cutting me off? No, yeah. No, no. I was, uh, sorry. I was going to say, I, hate the, I was about to say, I, I hate the unfair contract. I was just about to say that. So, you know, anyway. and sham contracting and, and this bullshit. <laughs> I, I keep saying this. Everyone gets they're all getting excited around here about thirty day payments. What friggin' hell is to get yeah. excited about thirty days? You, you saw my <laughs> yeah. report, cash on delivery. Yeah. I mean serious, yeah. but anyway, a serious note. There are well, there's there's amazing a, we can do F we can do F plus transfers for everything else while we can't do why can't we do the F plus transfers we can put in your POD? Absolutely. And and let's let's look at it this way too, you know, and let's make this very clear for those who are listening out there. This is not setting rates. I'm running out of patience saying it, but it is not setting rates. We are setting <laughs> standards. We are going to no, give the right. opportunity for the transport industry for the first time in my lifetime the respect and dignity it deserves. And you know mm. what? The politicians, we, mate, you know, whether we like it or not, the government's backing us in. Mm. Well, why yeah. we've got to grab this with two hands and we've got to steal it off them. We've got to make this happen. Because right, right, we'll, we'll talk to you about it. We'll talk to you about it some more down the track. Now, before we let you go, because you only promised us like half an hour, and that's nearly up, <laughs> mate. Uh, am I going to lose a box of bottles here, or what? What's going on with these rest areas, mate? Hey, hey mate, I'll share a secret with you. Now, I know it's only I know it's only you, me, Craig, and and, and Yogi. <laughs> I shit I shit myself. I thought, oh, Christ. Here's me talking up a pallet, you know, not a carton. And, yeah. and uh, oh, my God. And I thought, where are all these proposals? Anyway, I'm happy. I can't say too much, but I'm happy to say um, uh, there are proposals coming into the department for these yeah. road house, for these uh, rest areas to be assessed by myself and Craig and another seven of us or whatever. A few yeah, other fellows, yes. We, we've got proposals that are being put yeah. to us that we're going to be assessing. Now, whether yeah. the Bobcat gets fired up before December 31st or not, I don't know. But we are going to get it. It bloody well better be because if it doesn't, I've lost the box. Well, I reckon our Christmas party is probably mid December, so we'll just tighten her up a little bit there. Now, Mike, you and Yogi had the little side bet about. Something happened before <laughs> Christmas. I've said yeah, I've always that was me. That was me. Yeah, I, I, I put it out there that uh, something yeah. probably won't happen before our Christmas party. That's and what I he said, said, yeah, yeah. And I said contingent upon the states and all that, we are going to get yeah. stuff built. It's going to happen. And I did say mm. this too, while no one's listening, only us four. If it got to the stage mm. where I looked like I was going to lose the bet, I'll go hire a friggin' bobcat and start doing <laughs> photos <laughs> and dig it up myself. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll honour it. I'll honour it. I'll, uh, I've got the export out the back, warming up in the shed as we speak. <laughs> uh, it'll be Kimberly cool by the time we drink it. But anyway, we will see what's going on. Well, well, Glenn, if you head over this way, we'll head out in the ute with a shovel yeah. Yeah, and a rake. And off we'll go. But I just, before we do that, before we do that, I yep. just need to know what my compensation of this bet's going to be. <laughs> you, 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 bloody, you, 
You, no, you, you just, the three amigos, you're the media. Yeah, guys, right? God. It's got to be one of those going to be one of those highly polished silver shovels with the thing emblem sort of etched in it and the the teak handle and you know, we put it into the oh, ground no, and take a photo. No, one of those shovels that you only use for opening. That's right. Yeah, one of those. And we need a brand new high-vis vest and a white helmet. That'll make it really good, wouldn't it? You know, oh, no, we've done something. Look at his fancy new heart at the shovel. We've done. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've done something. Well, there's there's a few electoral officers around here. I'm sure one of them's got a brand new shiny shovel there. And a shiny hat. You know damn well I have. I've got a shiny hat in a shed. All I know is with you three pair, you three deviates, I'm going to get stitched here. Whatever happens. Mm. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for giving us half an hour of your evening, Glenn. Yeah. We do appreciate it, yeah. and. Um, We'll keep in touch, I suppose, and 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 uh, when we find out what Pauline's objection is, please let us know, will you? Oh, most definitely. Can I just say to you, Mike and Craig and Yogi, thanks, guys, thanks for everything. But I just want to close off yeah. on this, Mike. I've took my hat to you, mate. What a fantastic weekend up there at Alice Springs. Uh, uh, you know, mate, you're a diamond. What you did for those guys, I tell you what, it actually brought a tear to my eye. I didn't want to let you mob say that I had a little bit of a weep when I was reading the wall there. So good yeah. on you, Mike. Well done, brother. Oh, well, it wasn't just me, mate. It was a team effort, buddy. Craig and Colette and Rose and, and Bob and uh, there's a few people involved in all that. We just we just helped along and, and thanks for your help too, mate, because it, it would have been uh, it would have been a different event if you hadn't have had your help and from Centurion and everything as well. It made it all happen. It was a big team event and, and uh you know, it's great to great to meet the guys from Centurion and out there. And I, uh, I'm very very proud of what we achieved out there, and that that is on the wall now for everyone to see. And I'd like to think that that uh, people will read it. And I have got permission from the Hall of Fame to reproduce all those panels on the wall in our very next magazine. I'm going to take half a dozen pages and put it there so people can read it. Oh, absolutely! It's an important slice of Australian history. Important slice of Australian history. Mm. Yeah, give them a little no, teaser and uh, get them to make the journey, make the pilgrimage. Make the journey, make the pilgrimage, go out to the Hall of Fame. But thanks for your words, Glenn. I appreciate that a lot, mate. I do. Yeah. No worries. Good on you guys. Well, look, all the best. All all to you. Keep the shiny side up. You know how that works. Mm-hmm. Take care, and I'll keep you informed what's happening, all right? Thanks, Glenn. Thanks very much. All right. Thanks, thanks much. guys. All the best. See ya. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, we might go to a song and then... Um, Come back again, eh? See what Mike's got yep. to say from uh, all his news.com areas that he looks at. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's enough going on to not worry about news.com today. Cool. That'll yeah. be good. Anyway, we'll go to a bit of mental as anything, eh? Too many times, well, Mike, we've heard it, eh? Well, I'm-
We're back, everyone. We're back. Hope you didn't go anywhere. Uh, I just went and had a look out the window and just look at the rain. It's just consistent rain. I love it. So you're not running around catching those dollar bills that have fallen down? Oh, yeah, no, we're catching it. We catch all the rainwater straight into the tank, wash the truck, drink rainwater, man, to grow up on the farm, got to have rainwater. Simple, very simple life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and Amanda's got, and look, this is a big, you know, delving into personal information, but Amanda's got perfect teeth. So she grew right. up drinking rainwater, so therefore whatever they put in water does nothing. No, so it's, it's, it's what, the tank water is actually better for your teeth because it's got all the calcium from the rotting animal's bones within the tank. Yeah, correct. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> None of us have died. That's like, right. Hey, you're like getting all funny about drinking it out of the tap, yeah. out of the tank. You've never I, I, lived here, check with spiders in the tap before you have a drink out of it. I remember yeah. getting chucked in the tank as a as a young young boy to help yeah. Dad clean the, the rainwater tank out, and I was quite surprised yeah. at what else lived in I, I that, think, um, I in that tank. Mandy's dad puts a couple of drops of diesel on top of the tank, keeps the mozzies off. Yeah, that's true. Kerosene. Yeah, yeah. you'll never yeah, you'll never drink the top bit of the water, you always drink the bottom, so mm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Anyway, rain, rain is for no rain, no grain. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Well, I thought oh that was dear. good of the senator to take his time out of his day again. He feels. Yep. Uh, geez, what a relentless job! He's just you, 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 you work, you work, you work, you work your butt off on stuff, and now you got to sell it to people, and they go, "No, nah, I don't want to do it." All done. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. I suppose I mean it's business in it, you know. Like we all. We get a thousand no's before we get a yes, and yeah. But anyway, he's got a bit of fight in him. He's mm, got that yeah. So man, it'll see what it plays out. I'm, I'm uh, sitting back, watch this space. So a lot of it doesn't, uh, doesn't raise my eyebrow at the moment. But I'm, I'm getting to learn what it's all about. You know, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I can't understand. What I can't understand uh, is how these people that earn two hundred and twenty thousand bucks a year. Yeah. Right. If I was an Uber driver, Uber each driver or something in Canberra right now, yeah, I think I think I might have to. Uh, I, I think I might have to boycott um, <laughs> some of the uh, some of the senators from getting their Uber eats. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Well, it's probably and better to boycott boy- it I've than spit in it, isn't it? So. I've just sent a voice text someone. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Yeah. There you go. I find it amazing, you know, with with when legislation like this is trying to be introduced and you get people that just go, no, no. And, and I know Senator Hanson's been lobbied a fair bit over the last couple of weeks about yeah. the benefits to not just our industry but others. So to come yeah. out and just go, no. No. In my view is, um, you, you know, look, people are out there struggling in the world and these things are, are, are there to help people financially yeah. and, and we've got people that have been elected to our government, like I certainly didn't, but... People yeah. have have elected these independents and that, and they want to stand there and and um, take away the opportunity for people to actually run a business fairly, um, yeah. and make a bit of a, a bit of a dollar. It to me, yeah. 
I don't know how these people sleep at night. I think it's um, yeah, a disgrace to someone who's been elected by the people to represent them. So if there's anybody out there listening tonight, you know, I've got to mm. say, get up your ass and just help us. Like, mm. even if you would like amendments or something, discuss it. Don't just say no. It's not not the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I I don't know. This it just strikes me. It strikes me as incredibly bloody short-sighted to to uh, be just basically saying no. I, I mean, I've had a lot of time for Pauline and Roberts over the years. Uh, I, I agree with a, a fair amount of what they say. After all, I am a right-wing nut job. We all know that. Okay, with a nut job. But, yeah, well, that too. <laughs> but, you know, the, the fact is that for me, uh, some of the stuff that they say makes a lot of sense. Some of it's some of it's complete garbage as well, but but some of it makes sense. And and you know uh, even some of the things some of the Greens say from time to time make a, a certain amount of sense. God help me for saying that. But yeah, you're right. You know, they do, but they don't. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I can't understand or what I can't stand is that we politics is a zero sum game, right? They don't want to give yeah. anyone else any credit for anything that might be good, right? Unless it's yep. their idea or they can claim it. Yeah, just like, the, it just like the ATA have done. If they can't claim it's their idea, they don't want to give anyone else any credit. Makes me yeah. sick, right? Yeah. And then and then we end up with a situation where when something comes along that is good, something that we should be doing, there seems to be all this backwards and forwards. I mean, you've only got to look at what the Greens have done with that housing bill. I mean, that basically cost us half a billion dollars a year in money that we shouldn't have to spend because they want to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, it does, no, does no. my head in. It absolutely yeah. does my head in. Yeah. And now, and, and now, because we've got to, we're going to have to try and fight for this because someone says, "Oh, it's going to put the put the price of things up." The price of things are already going up. Yeah, it's up. Here's here's a thought. On some stuff, or think about this. Okay. <clears throat> the government, right? The government, or, the, or whoever has put this together, is going to put ten billion dollars into a fund, so that the interest off that ten billion dollars can pay for housing. Is that, that's. Mm. Are you reading that? Some I'm reading it. That's 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 right. Right. But so just just these- on this just on this point. We don't have ten billion dollars. Yeah, the country's in deficit. So, <laughs> yeah. if we have ten billion dollars, yeah, we have to pay interest on that. Yeah, so I'm saying that was half a billion dollars. So, just I don't know, well, someone's got better calculator than me, but mine don't work on that. So, well, how does it work? Tell me, tell me, I'm wrong. Well, I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to work out where where we get the ten billion from, and if you got ten well, billion, why not just build some houses? It was it was bloody fantasy money. Hmm. Oh, so it's, it's like a it, lot. It's a lot of fantasy money. <laughs> All fantasy money. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's, like I might change the subject slightly on politics. Let Mike cool down and have another rethink here. I watched something Trevor Warner shared just before we went on air, and yeah. it was about and Tony Burke got up and spoke right. And he started right. speaking, and he thanked this and that for letting him speak. And then, and then, 
order, order, order. All you hear is left to right yelling at each other. Do you know what? Yep. If I wanted that, I'd go down and talk to my kids. Yep. Mm. <laughs> if I want to hear left to right yelling, I'd ask the 14-year-old and the 17-year-old to discuss what they want for dinner. I don't want to hear it for people that are on billions of dollars. We've got Trevor trying to ring. Do we want to talk to Trevor? Why not? Get, get Trevor on. Hey, Trevor, how you going? Hey, Craig, good buddy. You're you're actually hey. alive, mate, so be careful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, I no worries. Thanks for the heads up. Yeah. You'll yeah. end up you'll Hello, end up Trevor. in the you'll end up in the sin bin if you're not careful, Trev. What again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no worries. Moved out of it and then you move back into it. So, mm. yeah, so yeah. What's, uh, what's it. going on out there, Trev? <laughs> oh, no. What's going on out there? <laughs> you had, a, uh, had an interesting chat tonight. Funnily, I was talking to a um, a small business owner today, actually, while I was having lunch just for uh, a few minutes, and um, he kind of recognised me. And uh, anyway, we had a chat and he, uh, he said, What do you think about this? Uh, is closing the loop bill. Well, I, yeah. I sort of said, well, it all looks good to me. He said, well, I've yeah. got a few challenges. And the first one is uh, if it all gets passed um, and one of his one of his drivers does something stupid, um, mm-hmm. he could be – he's then going to have to fire, put, up, put up a defence for uh, industrial manslaughter, uh, bearing in mind that the penalties are 25 years in jail and or eighteen million dollars. Yeah, but that, that isn't that already the case, though, Trev? Um, honestly, I haven't haven't looked up the penalties for that. Twenty manslaughter. Uh, I thought murder was twenty five years. Um, yeah, but but just just on that point, yeah, that that this guy was just freaking out about it, um, how it was going to work, and and even just filing a defence could be enough to to je- put the business in jeopardy. So. You know, I'm surprised Pauline just said, Pauline Hanson just said no, but um, maybe that's one of her objections, possibly. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But, I mean, to me, there's always been laws about uh, businesses that might be resp- responsible for uh, their employees losing their life in the workplace. I mean, so yeah. that's nothing new. Um, the volume of the penalty might be something that, that's new. I don't know about that, but I... As far as I'm concerned, mate, if you get your drivers doing stupid things and they get killed and it's your fault, you could have stopped it and you knew about it. Then I, mm. you know, newsflash, go to jail. Go to yeah, regular jail. Don't pass go. Yeah. Um, see you later, son. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way in. Well, that's you know, right. We're all, we're all sitting watching to see what's going to happen in Melbourne with those um, four coppers that got, um, got killed who's... Uh, Who's going to go to jail and the and the sentences involved in that? Because it's um, you know that case is ongoing. Sentencing or committal hasn't ha- hasn't occurred yet, so that'll be a yeah. that'll be a telltale. Yeah, I, we probably yeah. really shouldn't talk about that too much. I mean, we've all got opinions about, I'm sure, and uh, there'll be a time and a place to talk about that. I don't think it's tonight, but I mean, you well, know. We've we got, we got plenty of COR offences that should be. Given given how many drivers we've lost this year, surely there's some uh, COR offences um, that, that are that are pending. So 
Well, you'd like to that there'd be some investigations happening. We've lost far too many of our colleagues. There's no doubt about that. Uh, you, you know, I struggle with the guys losing their life at work, but it does happen. And if and if it happened in any other industry, there would be uh, royal commissions, I think. Um, but uh, unfortunately, too many regard drivers losing their licences across the door of business. It's been mm. that way for a long time. It's been that way That's for a long right. time. That's right. So, one of the one of the other things this guy was going on about too was the labour hire. Now I know um, Tony Burke was very passionate about um, the labour hire situation, but this um, I, I've maintained for a long time that labour hire, uh, particularly in road transport, is is a filter for the um, for the unfair dismissal. So and I was. Uh, Someone I knew in mining, I asked them about it, and they just said, "Oh yeah, you know, everyone gets hired through labour hire, and they just pay yeah. the, they, they just pay the minimum rate, and once they've yeah. proven themselves, then they move them up to a company employee on the higher rate." So this guy today was was saying that he he operates on that model where he brings people in on labour hire at at the minimum award, and um, once they've proven themselves, uh, he bumps them up into into full time and a, and a higher a higher um, uh, a wage if, level. If they ever do, in fact, get bumped up. That, you know, exactly. I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, you know, if they ever do, in fact, get bumped up. I mean, there can be no argument that sometimes the uh, the labour laws are a little bit of a chilling have a bit of a chilling effect on people getting given full time jobs. All right, no argument yeah. about that because sometimes it. Sometimes you get that guy that lasts the three months and then turns it out to be a complete nut job, right? And then you then you're stuck. You can't get rid of them. You've got to go through all the the pain to get mm-hmm. rid of them. Now people don't people don't seem to realise none of this none of this stuff affects you if you don't employ uh, more than fifteen people. Is that right, Craig? Is that the is that the number? Is that the magic number? Yeah. So yeah. so if you're only you know if you've got two or three trucks and you're employing three or four guys or whatever it is. You know, hire and fire and do whatever you like. But but the bigger company can't do that. The struggle that we have is the things like what Qantas did uh, that Michael Kane mentioned when I spoke to him last week, or last Monday, rather, that about uh, having agreements and then forming these labour hire companies, getting new employees to start on the labour hire companies at lower conditions. And then when the conditions started to get worked up to something reasonable, then we'll... We'll scrap that. We'll start another labour hire company and, and say, now you've got to come through this one. And then the other thing that happens is that when 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 the when the excrement finally hits the bloody fan, um, then all they've got to do is wind up the labour hire company and the business behind it remains intact, untouched, and they've got this arm's length agreement, um, arm's length arrangement, which uh, sort of insulates the people that are calling the shots from whatever ramifications there are from whatever bullshit they've done. <laughs> oh, that's know? right. And, it's and it's, and it's that's interesting the sort of stuff that, that's um, got to stop. We've got to stop that. Oh, absolutely. That, that's right. That's right. Mm. It's interesting how many uh, how many times we've heard this with uh, with truck drivers where uh, one week's payslip has got one ABN and next week it's a different it's a mm. different ABN. And yeah. when you look in, into the ABN owners, they're, they're related parties. Mm. Yep. So, yeah, well, 
there are, pretty sure there are, can... yeah, yep. Sorry, pretty Tom. sure they'll be able to hone in on that because I've been saying for a long time, and I think you and I have had discussion, uh, Craig, have had the discussion with about the um, what they do to that really should be investigated under a section 550, which is conspiracy to uh, contravene the Fair Work Act. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of these on... situations, there's quite a few acts that that are broken, but or, or contravene, but there's no. There's no um, way for any of them to enact enforcement on it. That's the problem. Yeah, the so, sheriff's drunk at, drunk at the saloon. Yeah, look, there's so many of these um, authorities that are there and that the laws are this and the laws that, but people, yep. people can do whatever they want because there's very, very slim possibility of them actually being prosecuted. Yeah, mm. and they know it too. Uh, they absolutely know it. They yeah. know it. Mm. So that uh, they they just they they know that if it if it's going to happen, it's going to take ages to happen. And and the fact that 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 it, it's probably just that it's, it's a very even slim chance that it's going to happen anyway. Mm. You know, it it does my head in this sort of stuff. And and the other part about this, you know, truckies. Yeah, you know, we're very much a, we're very much a community of guys that just get out get out the self starters. They get out there, they go to work. I mean, I don't know blokes that are working when they're sick. You know, the reason they're doing it is not because they want to be there; it's because they're being robbed with bloody kilometre rates and shit like that. Mm. Mm. The wheels aren't turning, so we're not making any money. I've seen blokes that are so sick if they're in an ordinary job, they be at home. But no, what are they doing? They're out there moving the country's freight. And getting screwed all the time. I, I hate it with a passion. Mm. And if and if and if there's anything that I can do before I die, it'll be fix this up. Mm. I think I'm, I think I'm guilty of that myself, Mike. Yeah, yeah I know. I blame you. Yeah, good on you, Trev. Better. Thanks, Mike. Good on you, Trev. I was fixing and went to work yes. the other day, but but I wanted to make money. So. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it. you're an owner driver. You're an owner yeah. driver. No, no one cares when I'm sick at all. No one cares when you're sick. I, <laughs> just rung, I rung the boss and I said, I'm sick. And she said, good, when, when you're home for dinner. I said, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was the end of that. Yeah, that was the end of that. Yeah. Did you come home with a um, wallet full of money? <laughs> oh, well, we'll do up some book work later. But, yeah, we yeah. were. Yeah, well, we there you yeah. go. Correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mm, everybody happy. <laughs> Except you. <laughs> It makes me laugh though when I do say I'm sick and, and the next time I speak to a man, she goes, oh, you really are sick. Yep. Yeah. I'm not just saying it. Like, I'm really yeah. Once upon a time, I do get sick. Mm. So yeah. just say it the way I was saying it. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Mm. Right, mate. Where are you? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Southbound, northbound? Right at this moment, I'm southbound over the Burdekin River. Oh. Right, eh? There's some news up there. They're trying of the world. to close part of that bridge or do some work on it. What was the go up there, Trev? Uh, they've actually got cones out tonight, um, flashing lights everywhere. I'm not sure exactly what they're doing. Hmm. They work the dark in a couple of weeks. It'd be handy if they build a new one because some of these. Uh, I, I, I had a close call the other night. Going, I don't know. I'm assuming this guy was a new driver, but he had a he had a big long nose on the front of this. Um, front of this Kenworth and I don't think he could judge the bridge very well and um, 
both his uh, and his, his front steer was over both <laughs> centre lines, and mm. I'm trying to bloody no, no. suck suck it into the missus mirrors, and um, mm. yeah, makes a hell of a noise too along that bridge when you're pushed over into that gutter. And your yeah. Tires yeah. are screeching along the side there. Maybe they should send a few of those big wind turbine gearboxes up there, mate. It'll wreck the bridge and they'll build a new one. That'll be a good oh, idea. Oh, 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 oh. Why now are we... Uh, oh! Oh, oh, oh well, that's oh. going to up for sure to use part oh. of the That'll get the fans rolling. Hey. Now, what's happened in <laughs> Melbourne too is there a section of bridge down there that you're not allowed to go on on the, on the bolty? And it's only the whole part of the bridge, apparently. You can't go around it. You've got to go around the other way. So it's 44 tonne There's limit bridges the everywhere. You come come down through <clears throat> Hexham and you you got to stick in the right-hand lane if you're over 71 yeah, tonne or something. Go there? Well, well, apparently we're wrecking all the bridges and stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, the bridges weren't built for the truck. Oh, chicken before so the egg, see, you know. What, what's the now, go? Now, 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 see, this is what it, this is where it comes down to. They were actually built for the trucks of the time and what was reasonably foreseeable. Oh, we yeah, never ever thought thousand trucks, five ton, five thousand life coach trucks. Mm. That's, yeah, but that's, that's right. It's no different to every distribution centre or unloading point, though, is it? It's built for Bedfords yeah. with with um, six pallets on them. <laughs> That's oh, where it is. You cynical bastard. You cynical bastard. We can call it cynical or we can call it reality. Oh, we'll so what do you got the singles then? Go back to singles. A whole lot of us. Go back to one. No, I reckon, I reckon we should. No, I absolutely think that we should. <laughs> yep. 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 What do you reckon, Trev? Well, I'm, I'm certainly not complaining about um, about driving a, driving a single, although the that extra little trailer up the front smooths the smooths the road out a bit, even in the big Volvo. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, we got we got some drivers that are more than happy uh, operating operating singles. But problem that we got is we haven't got enough drivers. Got plenty of trucks, but we haven't got enough drivers to drive the damn thing. Yeah, well, I don't know. If there's a shortage of drivers, but I think there's a shortage of skilled drivers. <laughs> yeah, well, but, uh, you know when when the my my niece is up the mine. She's on uh, she's on six. The first first year on the mines driving trucks. She's on sixty five dollars an hour. And yeah. um, when uh, when I told her how much uh, how much what I've got to do to earn what I've got to earn, she just shook her head and she goes, "No, nah, nah, I'll stay <laughs> doing this, thanks." Hmm. Yeah. Well, my my son tells me I work too hard as well, and I like nice things, so I suppose I work hard. But, yeah. yeah. But each to their own. Like... And I. And I I tell him to move out, then I don't have to work as hard. He doesn't like that either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you might get paid 60 bucks or whatever, $65 an hour to work in a mine like that, driving a dumpy up and down the thing. But in all honesty, you'd have to pay me 100 bucks an hour to do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, driving I'd, in circles in a dumpy. Hey, oh, well, brave repeat. I'd, I'd slash my wrists after two weeks of that. Mm. Yeah. I couldn't do yeah. it. I, I carted, oh. I carted sand into a sand pit, and I uh, did that for three months, twenty-six loads a day, and yeah, <laughs> I, I was, uh, yeah, I was struggling, struggling at the end of it. Yeah, so it's it's got its place, but you know, at that, yeah, you're probably earning every bit. In in my view, you're probably earning every yeah. bit of it. But um, 
That's it. So, you know, talking about what Glenn said before, the opposition, um, the LNP are going on about, oh, it's going to put the price of this and price of that up. I had a guy have a go at me during the week, uh, or last week actually, on social media, and I, you know, I, had a, I had a bit of a think about it. I thought, well, if, when, I'm, when I was running Melbourne for another crowd, I'd be doing 30 tonne of beef down to Melbourne. I'd do 30 tonne of lamb back up to Queensland and then 30 tonne of potatoes out of North Queensland or even 30 tonne of beef back to Melbourne again. So that's, that's yeah. 90, 90 tonne of freight, 90,000 kilos. And to be paid what we think we should be paid, um, was yeah. less than one cent, one cent a kilo. Mm. So, yeah. you know, I'm pretty sure we could, uh, as an industry, I'm pretty sure we can shoot that argument down, down pretty quick. Um, if, if they can, if they can put the price of uh, uh, T-bone at forty-five dollars a kilo, I don't think uh, I don't think five cents to the transport company is going to break anyone. Not at all. But yeah. you got to ask a bigger question: Why are you taking T-bone steak from North Queensland to Victoria? They've got cows in Victoria. Uh, they do have cows in Victoria. Yeah, but you don't have they a good do. Queensland cow where they've been sunned well. <laughs> Apparently not. Living a good life. Yeah. 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 What's, what's well, even, maybe, what's they'll, maybe they'll have faded hides down here. We can't use them because they've got faded hides for the daylight maybe, saving. Maybe, but yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. I'll tell you something that's even crazier. Um, loading frozen frozen American beef out of out of Melbourne, bringing it up yeah. to Brisbane so they can put it through a mincer and squeeze it into patties for one of the burger chains <laughs> and then taking it back to Melbourne again. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I just don't some of this that. stuff does not make any sense. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> I, I've seen lambs go from a country town in New South Wales mm. to Sydney as a as a hanging hanging body, mm. get cut into quarters, yep, and then get sent to Melbourne as yep. quarters, and then get cut into into um, foam packs, mm-hmm. put on mm-hmm. trays, and get distributed from Melbourne back up as far as the town that they were originally killed in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of that makes sense. Jesus, oh, geez, geez, we're smart, aren't we? We are so smart. Mm. Wow! Well, and you wonder why we need yeah. so many drivers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this is why the end product's so dear because we they used to send the bodies straight into the supermarket and they had the butchers in store that would cut them up. Now, now we've got a, a wholesaler or a, a slaughter yard one end of the country, a warehouse at the other end of the country, and then in between all that, we've got all these little processes that. One guy might cut it up. The next, the next place will cut it up into a smaller piece, and you've got all these little businesses that have weaselled their way into the into the supply chain that are clipping the ticket every time, and they've they've all got cold rooms they've got to run. Um, yeah. Electricity must be killing these guys. That's all. Yeah. You know, that's why we're paying forty five dollars for for a rump steak or a T-bone steak, sir. Yeah, and then and then of course don't forget the fact we get the fact that we get the distribution centers at day and age. It's on by five minutes. You'll have to rebook it for Monday. Maybe maybe that's how we're aging our meat these days. You just leave it on a truck for two weeks. That's right. That's what you do. Just and give it some miles. Give it some miles. So you've got to give it an experience. What you do? You've got to shake it up over a few of our highways. (laughs) 
But the, you know what the best part about this is you get the transport company to pay for the diesel for the refrigeration on the motor so that you don't have to do it. That's how you do it. You get someone else to pay. Yeah, and I reckon uh, that's a very good point there, Mike. And I reckon the aging process is good too when you come out of doors, go into another cool room and that, because that gets it a bit hotter, a bit colder, a bit hotter, a bit colder, a bit hotter, that's a bit right. colder. Yeah, the more the more hands that touch a bit of meat is fantastic. It's good for the beef. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, no, <laughs> good for the land. People are going to start believing we really think this shit, aren't they? Well, we don't. Yeah, well, no, full right. disclaimer, we do not think any of that. But everybody, everybody wants a cut of the pie now, don't they? Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And unfortunately, yeah, we're yeah. making. I've said this before. Everyone wants a cut of the pie, but we're only at the moment. We're only getting party pies. Mm. That's right. That's right. And poor quality ones at that. that yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Coming out of South America. Yeah. And the, and the, and the, the, the American party pies. Jesus. <laughs> you'll have some party pie. You'll have some party pie make manufacturer in South America go, look at these bastards. <laughs> and they'll we'll be getting a cease and desist letter from their lawyer or something. Yeah. <laughs> I just just had a text message from someone saying they took a load of white Hiluxes to Melbourne from Brisbane and bought a load of white Hiluxes back. No. Well, I do that. I run tractors from one side of Australia to the other and it just does my head in part. Bring the same thing back. Yeah, yeah, there is. Well, you take a style of tractor over and bring another colour back. Or a style the same sort of tractor, you know. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but people do it. Mm. People do it. I've actually. Want, I want a blue tractor. I want a blue tractor. Mm. Yeah, what oh, can I get oh, blue? Oh, oh, hey, what's that? What can I get in blue? New Holland. Oh, everything in blue. New Holland. I, I want a blue tractor. What can I get in blue? Who makes a blue tractor? Oh, I had a blue tractor on the other day when I was saying mm. I worked Father's Day. She was yeah. five metres wide and, and a big, big yeah. blue tractor. Mm. Yeah, I want a blue one. Oh, gonna be, if we're going to get a tractor, I want a blue one. Tell you, tell you what, yeah. Mike, give you give your mates up at Brown and Hurley a call. I see uh, Brown and Hurley have built a um, a new shed there at Rockhampton, and they're have doing they? uh, new, new Holland tractors there, yeah, just next to the oh. next to the, the Kenworth dealership. Brown and Hurley tractors now, is it? Yeah, yeah, Brown and Hurley Ag. Well, there you go, yeah. eh? Reach near. Oh, I'll be bugging. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Do you know, talking about moving oh. stuff around all over the place, the same things. I've actually picked up a load of grain, taken it nearly 700 kilometres, and I had to take the same load back to the same farm. Why? Mm, you got a rejection. A little bit, of, little bit of misrepresentation. Oh, well, God, eh? Weevil. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's that's how, how these brokers. Sorry, go on, man, go on, Trevor. I'm, right. I'm interrupting that's, everyone tonight. It's how I roll. That's how that's how these brokers operate. I, I had um, I had avocados on um, out of out of North Queensland, and I got down to uh, Shepparton. Then I get a phone call to say, "Hang on, no, these avocados have been resold. Uh, take them to an agent up in Sydney." <laughs> So that's okay. these guys sit in their offices with their phone with their phones and they know what freight's moving where, 
And um, yeah, yeah, they just they just ring up, and if it's all in truckload lots, they they just redirect the truck, mm. even if you're just about to make the delivery. And I bet you they had yeah. to pay for a cross docking though. And, <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised if that if that happens, unload and then reload again around the other side of the shed. Same same fruit. <laughs> well, I've done I've done that with a load of beer. I've done that with a load of beer. A load of beer from from uh, Melbourne up to Sydney, cross docked it, and put the same load on on the other side. Took it to Brisbane. Like, Why did we just do the paperwork? Mm. Yeah. So I've had a just had a message here too mm. about reminding everybody that tomorrow is Are You Okay Day. Oh yeah, yeah. I was going to get yeah. to that as well. Yeah. Trevor sent me a message. Are you okay, Day? Yeah. Are you okay? So we, before we move on, Yagi, are you okay? Uh, yeah, I am okay. Yeah, cool. I'll, look at I'll ask you tomorrow, been Mike. A, well, yeah, do that. Been, it's been a bit of a battle the last couple of weeks. I've probably overcommitted and, you know, overstretched myself and you're trying to juggle netball grand finals and Lucy's been sick and Amanda's been working. But, yeah, I've come out of a solid month, you know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a nice weekend off. I'm going to enjoy my 47th birthday. I probably might sleep into about up past five mm. yep. um, and uh, see what happens and burn some bacon and all that. And uh, Yeah, but no, I'm okay. So that'll be burnt yeah. bacon and the perfect egg? I was going to say, they'll be, they'll be, they'll be having the egg. Oh, it's yeah. your birthday, though. Why should you cook your own bloody eggs? Well, because yeah. no one else has eggs in my house, and if I want to cook it, Man. and I've got Man, three legs and a half, please. Man, do I cook his eggs? We've already been over that. She said, no, not doing it. Yeah, not going to do it. No, and I, I, I want it done right, so I don't expect her to cook it. <laughs> I still like right. eggs. So, yeah, yeah, right. You want it, it done properly, do it yourself, eh? Yeah, go and do it yourself. I can't say that about dinner for me. If I want it perfect, I'll get Colette to do it. Oh, no, Amanda will make me dinner. I don't know if She'll do something lovely for dinner. And uh, I've actually got a, a low-cooked brisket beef on tonight, but... I've been doing that mm-hmm. this afternoon. So, yeah. But no, I mean, we'll do something lovely for dinner. Mm. So I was that a message about someone doing? cuts carrots from Perth to Brisbane? Yeah. yeah well, we got don't they grow carrots, carrots in Brisbane? Not not the uh, quality over here. They're good carrots over here. Yeah, the, the WA carrots are pretty good. They grow them up there at Lancelin. There's a huge, big farm. Grows them in a yeah. real, real sandy soil so they can control every aspect of the of the production. How orange they are? Yeah, yeah. How big yeah, they grow. Yeah. How big they grow, yeah. Mm. yeah. Wow. Massive carrot. I even know where Lancelot is. How's that? Yeah. It's in WA, apparently. It is. It's it not is. a real big state. It's amazing when you think about it. It's amazing when you think about it, what comes out of Western Australia. <laughs> I mean, we used to go over <laughs> here. That is still... Like, we're half the country, you lot. I mean, you're taking all our GSP over there, you lot. Oh, Lord, you're taking all our GSP. We're over here working and trying to put a plus-plus on everything. And you Eastern State is taking. Yeah. And you're you're taking all our workers to dig up your bloody yeah, big right. orange shoot. carrots. Same shoot. Same shoot. It was 20-something degrees today. We, you know, was, the weather's nice and so we should. This is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but everyone just lives in one little corner, don't they? 
they do. Yeah, oh, there's only, only, only 200,000 people in Western Australia <laughs> outside of the capital. 250,000, I think, is the number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that, well, that's the ones that they can find anyway. Yeah, that's good. They know, do you know what? That is West Australia. I'd come out here and live like a prairie dog if I could. No one will know me. No one will know what we're doing. You can just fly under the radar. We're yeah, actually... Fantastic. Watching um, Outback Arms last night with Daniel Haig. Good shot. You're on. And um, Collett said, I couldn't live out there. That's too far from anywhere. And I think, I would love it out there. Like, yeah, yeah. Be yeah. Oh, yeah. no one. I see. Anyway. I see. Oh, I don't know why. There's, a, there's so many abandoned farmhouses now. Why people just don't offer the farmhouses... Or someone just does them up and sell them for underground. Mm. You know, like, we'll just get them to a livable state and offer them to people. Mm. Sadly, yeah. like, they they get sucked up in, in bigger acreages and, you know, neighbour buying neighbour. And, yeah, and that's what and, happens. So saying, surely there would be people that would want to farm out. Like, yeah. moving out of the, move into the country, you're going to eat a lot of I think, I think a lot of people that end up owning the houses or whether it ends up as corporate, it's a hassle to own, to have one little house on, you know, a little block somewhere and it's miles from anywhere because you can't probably rent it out for a lot of money. So maybe what you attract isn't um, favourable and then well, it costs change, you money. Change the bill. Change the bill, sell the house, just sell that block of land. Yeah, then you've got to probably split it off with 100 acres or something. That's, that's, that's the problem. That's, and we certainly got that problem in Queensland. Yeah. That's for the pet paddock, 100 acres. I mean, who's got 100 acres? I mean, we've got that out of the map. But, you know, like, mm. you know, I hear what you're saying. You know, like, yeah, but split it off, make it easy. Maybe that should be on some kind of bill. Maybe the well, planet should do something proper. It'd probably open up, if you if you change that to planning laws where, you know, in um, as long as your easements and accesses were right to that house, that you could split off five acres with that block. Um, yeah. Because it's stuck in the middle of another thousand hectares, um, maybe so that, that's a solution to, you know, I, I'd go and live there. Yeah, and, and we solved the housing crisis, and we're making jobs because people have to come yeah. out, and fix up the veranda, and put the plumbing on. Oh, we we mm. are putting money into the economy. I often think sell some rifles uh, when and I'm some out bullets. there, and I'll tell you, and there's some beautiful <laughs> houses that are just out in the middle of nowhere that are just rotting away. Like full verandas, beautiful views. Mm. They're just rotting away. Like no one's no one's living in them, so they're gone. Mm. It is a shame. And I often tell Amanda, this would be great living here if we're out there doing a job because there's no phone range and a fantastic view. Mm. No, <laughs> no phone range. <laughs> yeah, no phone range. What a that, that's, that would be. That's 99.995% of bloody Western Australia's got no free Yeah, range. I know, I know, I know. We've had this discussion because mm. we ring, talk to me now. No, I'm going to go and I'm gone. And how but good's that, though? Yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Imagine having no phone range in a house and a view of the Fitzgerald National Park or the Sterling mm. Ranges. And Sensational. Just back to the old... Go and ring the dial, you know, t -t 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 phone. Yeah, that'd be yeah. good. Yeah, Just ring somebody. Yeah, I was putting yeah. in. A, I was putting in a fence once out in the farm and dug a few new holes. This is the days before mobile phones. And putting a new few new fence posts in and went up to the house at, at morning tea time. Said, oh, "I better make a few phone calls." And the phone wouldn't work, and I right. couldn't quite work it out. Oh. I thought, "Oh, better." 
get onto that later on. And then it sort of clicked that I may have just dug up the phone line with the post hole borer. Oh, well, maybe nicked it? Oh, I nicked it all right, straight through the middle of it. Oh, right. So did you ring somebody when it happened? No, because <laughs> when I worked it out, because you had to dial before you dig, you see. So if you didn't oh, dial before you dig, you would incur the costs of them coming out and fixing the phone line. Right. So luckily there was only six pairs in it, and they're all colour-coded, so it wasn't too hard to join it so <laughs> back you, together you again. Oh, right. Okay. Wrap some, right. put a bit of silicon and tape around it, and oh, and that's oh. where, and that's how you become the tech guy. That's it. That's oh. where it all started. <laughs> yeah, you stop being the, you stop being a post hole borer, and you started becoming the technical man. With, yep. the, with the, oh no, so can we get back to the, the truck and stuff here for a minute? I found out what's going on the Burdekin Bridge. Burdekin oh. or Baltic? No, the Burdekin Bridge. It's got a nine stuck on one side of it. Well, that's good one. So apparently, truckies are being warned of delays and restrictions this week. As general maintenance work is being carried out on the Burdekin River Bridge at Home Hill. Uh, between Tuesday, the September the 12th, and Friday, September the 15th, it will be single lane closures from 7.30 p.m. to 5 a.m. Yeah. Uh, they're going to remove and replace some steel components of the bridge structure. They're replacing some corroded rivets and structural bolts and nuts and washers, etc. They're going to uh, give it a, some bits a little bit of a paint. They're going to be welding some bits and pieces and cleaning and painting existing protective coatings and steel components. And they're going to add some additional lighting. So there you go. Hmm. Uh, right on. Right. That's what's happening. So well, that's that's on, the, on the in a, what in the description that all. Trucks should give away to Nino. Is that how, like, and Nino well, got right just, away? That's just a given, dude. Nino's have got right away. That's a given. <laughs> Do they? they? Suck that, Trevor. Yeah. How many times have <laughs> I <gonna> tell <laughs> you this stuff? Uh, How many times have I told you? My signal's dropping away, fellas. I just wanted to remind you, too, that we've, got a, we've only got two more days to get into have your say with the New South Wales government on our, on the pressures that truck drivers face. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's a yep. link on the Drivers Advocate Facebook page. I've put it up there, but uh, a quick search of have your say uh, truck drivers pressures in Google will take you to the link as well. Yep. Yep. Two days. So if you, please keep the four-letter words down to food, fuel, rest and area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just to keep in good with the with the with the, the ladies that are reading our submissions. Yep, and we don't want to don't want to upset any of the ladies reading the submissions. So don't go and go don't go and go full odds trucker on them. That'll be bad. Yeah, that'll be bad. Yeah, yeah, that'll so be bad. That'll um that'll create a whole new, a whole new set of uh, problems that we face that can go on go on the shelf next to the last uh, twenty years of um, inquiries that they haven't. <laughs> Executed. Yeah, well, we'll be good at inquiries. We're good at inquiries. We're not so good at execution. Mm. Mm. Maybe yeah, we should all run run for parliament then, eh? Oh, well, I would, except for the fact that I don't like sitting on the red leather. It's bad. Is it? No. It's green. Anyway, go for green. Go. go for lower house. Go for green. Go for green. Go for green. Go for green. No, I don't know. 
thanks, All right, Trev. Thanks work. for calling, mate. No worries, fellas. Take it easy. I'll give you a Right, mate. Good on you. Thanks, Trev. Talk to you See later. Right, oh, So, uh, on more truck and stuff, it looks like the message is finally getting through at the Gatton Pad, mm. with guys finally learning that they can park their dollies on the outside of the pad; they don't have to drop them in the middle over the place. Oh, uh, right. So, that it's only taken about what's it taken them twelve months to sink in. That mm. um, they need to. They need to get there and park the dollies on the side and, and uh, make everyone a bit of room. Apparently there's, apparently there's room for uh, over 20 dollies or something on the side. You've been there, Craig. What's the story with it, you know? Oh, there's dollies everywhere. There's a lot of them all over the place? Oh, they look, some days they seem to be. I don't, I don't, I don't use the area a lot, <clears throat> um, but you do drive past and see it, but... I don't know. There's a quite a simple solution for it. Make the thing a lot bigger, and actually put a spot where you can just park your dollies. That'll be simple. Uh, simple. We need yourself an uppercut, don't we? Yeah. What dolly parking? Say, so, I mean, give yourself an uppercut. Why yeah. would you want to make it that easy? Say, so, so you're parking for twenty dollars. I mean, a cat and breakdown pads. Now, there's not a lot of room there. I mean, let's face it. You yeah. you open up the range so you can take. AB triples down to Gatton, and you got mm. room for what 37, 42 trailers or something. Just, yeah, I don't, I don't know if people live in a city of what a couple of million people, mm. and um, stuff coming from everywhere. Um, and we have a spot to put forty odd trailers. Yeah. The forty trailers sounds a lot, but it's really nothing, is it? Oh, it's not. It's it's well, it's nothing. Twenty road train. Hmm. I don't, I've got to find out. We've got to we've got to ask the RMS because they would know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a big I was statement. The other day, yeah, well, they'd have to know because they've got the cameras and they can count things. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. But I, I was told that there were three thousand eight hundred truck movements on the Hume Highway every night. I believe that. Oh yeah, well, I heard the number was eight thousand years ago. Oh, about that. That sounds a bit high, yeah, but I... Honestly, yeah, but that was yeah. back when it, when it was called out of single. So, yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah 3,800 movements, I was told. Yeah. Might have to uh, might have to email the NHBR and see if we can find out whether that's right or not. There's bound to be a number. They're bound to be able to say, oh, yeah, that'll be about right. Yeah, well, I'd, I don't know. You, d- you don't count them because you're not... Um... Not sort of what you do, is it, every night? But, yeah, look, whatever the case is, 40, 40 trailer parking spots is not a lot. So when you get to a parking bay mm. and it's got like eight spots or ten spots, it's it's not a lot. Yeah. So yeah. Make them bigger, make more of them. It's simple as that, you know. And what yeah. the the general public have to understand is when, when they see these parking bays and they go, well, no one uses them because they're empty, it's the middle of the day. Yeah. Um, t- tell all your friends, tell all your neighbours. That's <laughs> that's how it yeah. works, isn't it? Yeah. So you any know other... what I saw today? Hey. You know, I was going to say to Yogi, you know what I saw today, mate? Oh, I don't know. Um, something, I, I saw... a normal road train? Or... <laughs> no, 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 I saw a Sino truck today telling it was out of Sydney. 
Yeah, good. A side track, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, side track. Side track. Yeah. Yeah, not a bad looking truck. Not a bad looking truck. Yeah, look out, right? Yeah, well, he he was doing. He was keeping up with me anyway. He was telling two trailers and I was empty. So, <laughs> <laughs> so how's, yeah, you, yeah, how's your star going, mate? Well, it's got the big Cummins in it. Sounds very, very cool. The uh, it, it, uh, it goes all right. Uh, it's got a uh, it's got a gear stick in it. That's uh, that's a plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes like a train, it really does. Yeah, right. It's, she got uh, straight through pipes on her, or what? No, no, it doesn't have straight through pipes on it. It has to have a certain amount of does have a certain amount of decorum. But tell hey, you what. The Jake, I'm going to have to record the Jake because it'll give it'll give Yogi Jake a run for its money. Oh, uh, yeah, well, no, mine, 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 mine. Be quiet now. Well, fairly, fairly cracked. Changed it. You changed it. Well, I put I put the Gen Two in it. Like it's just, oh. you can hear it, but you can hear it, but it doesn't really play along. Not quite so. the same as the old no, N14 no, the N14 select. The N14, the redhead, the red no. had a rattle. It's see, it cracks yeah. this thing when the when the Jago is running, rolling down, uh, rolling down off steamroller there this morning, and I sort of thought, mm, that sounds pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Did you have your head out the window? No, I had the window down so I could hear it though. Mm. She got twin chuffers on her. She does. So yeah, you had no, both windows down, then I hope. That's right. Yeah. No, you've got to get the, you've got to get stereo. You've got to get the stereo noise, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you got to like, you know, it, what's really nice is when you're coming down the Gibraltar or or um, mm-hmm. Macquarie Pass or something like that, and you have got the rocks right next to you and the big. The oh big yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. they they growl, aren't they? I tell you what, that yeah. stone alone the tunnel is good too because you could you could sort of get the through the. Through the tunnel, through the tunnel, that's good. Yeah, but you, that. you look a bit silly having a Jake on in the tunnel there, though. Don't you? And there, and, and, <laughs> and, and look, there, there, up, mate. The kids are today, they'll never understand because you never hear them turn up. No. They're mm. all got these new motors. You don't even hear them turn up, these, uh, these uh, young ones of today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way, way too many mufflers on them. That's right. That's right. Mm. It worries me. It worries. It worries me. The state of affairs that we've got going with some of these trucks, you know. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. But, uh, I've got a message here. It says uh, Gatton Pads has a two-hour time limit. Apparently, yeah. Oh. What are you supposed to do in two hours? Well, you can walk around, kick, kick the tires, I suppose. And then you got to move. Right. But, but there apparently there's, there's a. I was looking at a story from from one of our opposition um, one of our opposition uh, media outlets, and they're saying they've got a picture of a a brownie coloured triaxle dolly that's been sitting there for like three weeks. Oh, is that where it is? Oh. Yeah, is that is that yours? Is it? Oh, <laughs> I couldn't find it, so oh, oh, I better go in there and have a look. Can you can you believe that people actually lose equipment? Yep. I don't know where it is. Yep. How did that happen? I would believe that. Yeah. I don't understand, I, I don't understand how it could happen. I always knew where all my stuff was all the time. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, it was, 
Maybe because of, maybe because I'd paid for it. That um, that makes a bit of difference to your thought process. Um, yeah, I've probably come across a few over time that weren't sure where they were. So you had to ask where they left something. I remember I was up up at uh, Wuben hooking up one day. Was hooking up with three when I, I've done limited three. Oh, I'm not going to pretend like I'm a big trucker and a big trucker pond here, but I've done yeah. limited three. And there was a fairly new sort of bloke up there that was wondering how to hook two together. Yeah. And he said, where, where do I get that bit in the middle? And we're, two of us are standing there. And, he, and we're going, what bit in the middle? He's going, that bit that connects it. And we're like, mate, if you haven't got it, you, there's not one here. He said, well, there's plenty sitting over there. And I'm like, you can't, I honestly can't make that story up. But we're going, mate, that you can't just go and grab them. You know, you're in the triple area of women. Like, there's a thousand dollars in there, you know. Like, and the, and the other bike, I was here in a bit. Joyce, car. Let's just go and grab one of them ones that are green. Take one of them. Because uh, <laughs> they wouldn't know. Well, these days, it'd be like, go onto the app, go over there and, and scan the code on the side of that dolly and yeah. put your credit card details in, <laughs> yeah. and it's yours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just leave it leave it wherever you want and someone will come and pick yeah. it up later. I know I know when I was working for GKR I had to I had to go and pick up a my buddy dog trailer. And because my lead trailer had already been taken out by the dog runner out to Northern. And uh we were going the, the lead trailer on the dolly had been taken out. I was going looking for the dog trailer, looking around all over the yard for the dog trailer. Where do you reckon the dog trailer was? It was <laughs> In the workshop with the wheels off it. Seems <laughs> <Chance>. fair. <laughs> oh, dear. Me. Well, yeah, it's nine o'clock. Yeah. Time for the news. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. It's been, so, it's been fun. It has. So, well, so she's. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for those who have contributed. Thanks to Trev to call in. Thanks for to Senator Stirl Diamond. We're getting more. About that later. Contact your local members. Contact your buddy senators and tell them to pass the damn bill. Mm. There you go. Ring your yeah. ring your local independent. Yeah. Or or you don't yeah, even yeah. they don't have to be yours. Just ring them. Find them. Ring them. Just ring them. Yep. Ring ring, the, ring their office if you want to. It um it does actually start to contribute to their uh, thought process. Thought and there's process. a lot of people. Yeah contacting me about this so they become more aware mm. if you don't do it mm. they don't know simple as that so mm. anyway guys thanks yogi time for the news thanks guys we'll uh talk to you on saturday night indeed be good